okay, that's good. That's okay. good enough. All right, so uh, this is our podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm Sean, and she's Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. And together we are... Shitlin. Yeah. And... But we'll take uh, suggestions for other couple names, mm. but so far I haven't found anything that tops Shitlin. Shitlin? Yeah. Is it Shitlin? Where does the it part come from? Um, it's just phonetic. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because you're a C-A-I-T. Yeah. If you add sh yeah. to the top, get the... Take the A out, the yeah. C-A out. The C-A, then it's, yeah, then it's yeah. shit. Totally. All right, good. Glad we figured that part out. I'm glad I can contribute that, my S-H, my sh sound to the making of a shitlin. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And I'm glad I can contribute my itlin. Yeah. Uh, so this is our podcast called... My Girlfriend Begrudgingly, Begrudgingly Reads Dune. Dune. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we read a chapter of this ep of this book known as Dune. Yeah, and, and we're gonna see how we do today because we just started an elimination diet. Yeah, and we have not had any caffeine or alcohol today. Oh, the caffeine is killing me. You, yeah, you've been a real sleepy. Baby. I think I took two naps because mm -hmm. I mean usually you I took would... like four naps. Okay. It depends how you measure a unit of nap. Mm -hmm. I think I've always said napping is like jazz. You can't, you know, force it. It's just kind of like a split up and do bow boom. Uh, it just happens sometimes, you know. And when the is this too crunchy? Ooh. No, that's probably some good ASMR. If you get real close to the mic. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah. Let us know how that was. <laughs> Did that give you your ASMR orgasm or what happens? Whatever happens it's to It's not an orgasm. Yeah. It's, it's a, like an eargasm. It's like a tingly or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the thing is we'll just do some, we'll just do ASMR videos of you eating apples and that'll be like how we make our money from now on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Let's see. It's not sexual, or it is sexual, or sometimes it's sexual. I don't know. I think it depends. Okay. I don't really, not really in on the whole thing. Okay. Well, uh, so what what happened in in this this episode of Dune? Um, let me think. So basically this Jameis guy mm, yeah he causes all kinds of problems he's got a real stick up his butt he's got a real bicycle in his crotch yeah get it uh no have you ever heard of the brand Jameis bicycles mm -mm. Oh, okay good one thank you <laughs> um yeah so he's like Basically invokes some kind of rule. What's the rule? Uh, it's a Fremen rule. Uh, so I think what we should say is they they finally get back to uh, you know the they're they're they take a break. You know they're getting into the Fremen vibe, uh, and uh, and uh, Jameis is like, yeah, you know the rule, Stilgar, and we're like, what's the rule? It's just a rule. He does combat because it's the Amtal rule. Oh, yeah. Jameis is demanding the right to test your part in the legend. Right. So the last chapter, if you will recall, if you listened to the last episode, mm -hmm. um, you know, J Jessica basically tricked the Fremen 
or you know she's she's playing into the old legends about the Lisan Al Gabe and you know just trying to insinuate she's using but the legend. Did she trick them or did she just fit I, into the legend? Well, but the legend is trickery in and of itself because of the Missionoria Protectiva. Oh gosh, too many layers. <laughs> the it's faints within faints. Sorry, we I'll say that closer to the microphone. Too many layers. I wish you wouldn't because if we. It's harder to edit whenever you <laughs> move around a whole bunch. And I know you want to play with the cat down there. Yeah. But, I've got uh, a cat and apples and no alcohol and no caffeine. Listen, babe. I'm all over the place. As Ira Glass said the other day, mm-hmm. you know, the ideal thing is to be, you know, something, something inches away from the microphone. Everybody gets their own microphone. We don't do that here no. yet, but we will soon, as soon as uh, Amazon um, has... Uh, Bluetooth microphones back in stock. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'll, oh, we'll yeah, they're all own. sold out because everybody's trying to make a podcast. Yeah. Well, too late. We already had all the stuff to make podcasts. We were yeah. just decided to do it. Uh, which is so. It's a great time to get into podcasting when everybody's doing it. Yeah. But when is it a bad? Like when is it a bad? Board. When is it a bad or good time to do anything? You just do it. Yeah. You know? I mean. What are we trying to do here? Like yeah, right? Exactly. What are we trying what are what are we trying what are to accomplish here? Trying well, to you do? know, our Dune podcast isn't getting, you know, millions and millions of people every week. It's I like, do uh, feel like you kind of feel that way. No, I'm ha- very happy with the with right. the listenership we have. Okay. But uh, how much have you been spending on advertising? What? I spent $10 <laughs> on advertising that one time and guess what happened? What? The English knocked the Germans out of the number one spot well, for listenership, there. and and South Africa got on the board. Yeah, okay. so that's kind of fun. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was we talking about? The Amtal rule. Yeah. He's like, right, I so, don't believe Jessica really knew the shit. Yeah. She said last time. Right. So he's like, I'm challenging Jessica, and then Jessica, and then they're like. And Stilgar's like, good, she's gonna kick your ass. Didn't don't you didn't you see what happened? And he's like, No, I'm gonna I demand to champion. She's gonna use the boy as a champion. And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh the boy? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So And Stilgar just totally drags Jameis like right in front of his face. Mm, that was the yeah. first thing I flagged. Oh yeah. I mean which he was trying to do on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's what Jessica said. She was, that he was trying to enrage Jameis to take the challenge away from Paul. Right. So he's going to be like, fuck you, bro. I challenge you now, Stilgar. Yeah. Right. What did she say? He's like. He's like, uh, Stilgar's like, I've bested him myself. He mm-hmm. seeks by this to haughty challenge to get back at me as well. There's too much of violence in Jameis for him to ever make a good leader. Too much Gothla, the distraction. He gives his mouth to the rules and his hearts to the Sarfa, the turning away. No, he could never make a good leader. I've preserved him this long because he's useful in a fight as such. But when he gets this carving anger on him, he's dangerous to his own society. He's basically just like straight mocking the fuck out of him. Yeah, he's like, you're good for one thing. Mm -hmm. You're good in a fight, but not as good as me because Mm -hmm. I can kick your butt. And And when you get like this, you become useless. And then Jameis is like, did you know they have liter johns of water? What? He's like, Paul and Jessica have two liter johns of water. Oh my god, when we were carrying two, like, bottles of water the other day for hiking, I was like, I wanted so bad to say that we're carrying two liter johns of water. 
No. But you were making it pretty clear over this last vacation that uh, you weren't like super amused by all the Dune references. Wait, I was. Yeah, you were like, Dune. No, stop it's it. mostly just like I don't like when you make secret jokes and references to me when we're hanging out with other people because oh, I yeah. feel bad. I don't want them to feel left out. Oh, see, I want them to feel left out. Why? Because I want them to i want there to be a secret language between us so that when i finally that's the I'm just one of the many ways i manipulate you into what into doing whatever i want yeah. which is what what would you ultimately want me to do i don't know like hang out watch tv <laughs> okay you're gonna have to work harder yeah. i hate hanging out and watching tv <laughs> i never want to do that okay well so Jameis, he um he kind of gets what he wants right yeah, well, because, and and so Stilgar's like, why didn't you tell us about all this water you had? And Jessica's like, ugh, I'm sorry, I come from this place with all this water, and mm-hmm. I, like, forget that it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I love this, I love this kind of, like, frame and talk. The ones who carried their packs say there's liter johns of water in it. Liter johns! Liter johns! And us sipping our catch pockets the instant they show dew sparkle. Yeah. It's like... It's a lot of Fremen talk there. Which would you rather be your um, porn star name? Um, Leader John or Dew Sparkle? I'd be Leader John Dew Sparkle. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'd rather be Dew Sparkle. Oh, yeah. And, well, yeah, a lot of, I guess, porn, uh, lady porn stars, maybe they have one name a lot more. I don't know. know. Dew Sparkle. Yeah. Like Roller Girl. I think I'm thinking of it as a first name and a last name. Leader uh, John Do Sparkle. Oh, really? Okay. What about John Leader? That sounds a little too much like John Legend. <laughs> well, keep thinking about it. Okay. So anyway, um, Jessica's like, oh, sh- whatever. They can have our water. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, um. Oh, and then Jessica, like, starts to, like, tune into a voice. She's, like, trying to manipulate the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying to get, get Jameis's. She's doing her calibration. Because she doesn't want Jameis to fight Paul because Paul's her little baby boy. Mm-hmm. He's her teeny little baby boy. But he's also a killing machine trained from birth. Yeah, but she doesn't want to think of him that way. No, she wants to think of him like, you know, we never want to think about Scout as a killing machine trained from birth. Although she is such a killing machine. Mm-hmm. She's Straight from the womb. She's looking for things to murder right now. Actively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and... Then Stilgar's like, no, you have to shut up. No, he's he's nicer than that. Oh, well, she, uh, well, she starts to, like, use the voice on Jameis, and yeah. uh, and he's like, she's witching me! She's doing mm-hmm. witch shit! And mm-hmm. Stilgar's like, I invoke the... <laughs> I invoke the rule of silence. Mm-hmm. You know, but with... Uh, what do they say on Resident Evil? Oh, uh, I forget. Oh, damn. Can't pull those... Arrested Development references that make our podcast so popular. Oh, man. That's one thing to note in our Elimination Diet Journal. Day one, <laughs> lost Arrested Development oh, references. Are we supposed to be doing a journal? No, I mean, we're uh, not... We're day only, one, I'm tired as fuck all day long. That's, we're only one day in. You're not even supposed to, like, see... And really what you're supposed to keep track of is how you react to foods once you reintroduce yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to start that. Then. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. I'm just, I'm tired from no coffee. Yep. I know, you're struggling. No, I'm all right. I'm all right, I'm all right. Let's get back to it. Okay, so. Um, oh, yeah. And like, the the way Jessica thinks to herself about Jameis, she says, I should have seen that before. He broods. He's the silent kind, one mm. who works himself up inside. I should mm. have been prepared. Mm-hmm. I know that type. broody people. Yeah, and what I don't like is, is sometimes you meet somebody who's, you can tell that's like, they get pleasure in, in it. You know, that's mm-hmm. like where their pleasure is coming from is like the grievance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Totally. It's tough. And I think And that... they develop this whole narrative about a situation mm. before even like getting a read on it from the other person involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on the other side of that shit. I know, I me too. It. But the thing is it's I it's I feel like it's just part of your brain chemistry, you know. Mm-hmm. It's you you've either got that or you don't. And uh, you know, probably through therapy and stuff you can figure it out, but it's just mm-hmm. it's just like a personality type, a brooder. Yeah. Um. She tries to get Jameis to fight her, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, I mm-hmm. forget why." Uh, it's like a. Uh, oh, she goes like, "Oh, she's like," she says this. Um. Uh. She knows the prayer. What's that? Even a child among that knows it. So he's like, yeah, everybody knows this freaking prayer that she, like, finished off to, like, convince them all that she was the person from the prophecy, right? Mm. So, which is exactly what she did. I mm. mean, he's right. Mm. In my opinion, he's right. Yeah. You know, they, she, they, her and Paul are she actively tricking them. Anything. Yeah, and she hasn't proved, she's, it's all just tricks and stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, and then she does this. She goes, I'll teach you agony. Uh, and uh, remember that as you fight, you will have agony such as will make the Gamjabara happy memory by comparison. You will writhe with your entire. And she, then he's like, "Stop!" She tries a spell on me. Mm-hmm. She's doing mm-hmm. a spell. So like they know about they they know better for some reason the the Fremen know better that this voice thing is coming mm-hmm. better than like anyone else. Like the mm-hmm. Harkonnens don't know about the voice the way she the way they know about the voice. Mm-hmm. Just like like where they get that knowledge, you know. Yeah, those Fremens, they're smart cookies. Mm-hmm. But this Jameis guy, he's just like a golem. He's like a- aggressive. Mm-hmm. He's like too, he's got too much anger for mm-hmm. his own good. So first thing they do is they strip down, right? Yeah. And Paul is, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, but I forget. Mm. Paul is um, used to fighting with a cupcake, cupcake shield. shield. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um and oh, but before he like gets in the ring, Chani, who's clearly in love with him, mm-hmm. gives him all these hints about fighting Jameis. So mm. she wants Paul to best Jameis. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. They all hate Jameis. No, and Stilgar basically says the thing with the Amtal rule is that if Jameis loses the fight, he get he dies anyway, right? Stilgar kills him anyway. I feel like I um I think what happened was. Like he called, I think either Jessica or Stilgar call, called him out afterwards. So he's like, "Our," I feel like Jessica was like, "We're gonna am tall. All right, let's say I'm tall. I am tall. You now." And so like after you gotta you gotta fight me after Paul, even if you kill Paul. So and I'm definitely gonna kill you, kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like he's. Oh yeah, 
Then if the boy does not carve you down, you'll answer to my knife afterwards. Mm. And this time I'll not hold back the blade as I've done before. Mm-hmm. So that's because St- he Jameis called Stilgar out too? I guess. Or he Jameis is calling him out, right? Whatever. I don't know. It's a call out culture. Yeah. You know? It's like Twitter. Yeah. So so Chani's like, listen, he can oh, he can switch his hand. He can fight knife both hands. Yeah. Which you can do. I've seen you do that. You've seen me fight knife both hands? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. When did you see me do that? Uh, Whenever you were chopping vegetables. You were like, oh, I can't get to this side of the vegetable. I'm going to go with the left hand. Oh, man. And was I doing Ben and Jesser at Kiki Boo's at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty wow. impressive. Wow. But he always ducks to the right. He's mm-hmm. not an ambiducker. No, he's an amba knifer, but not an ambiducker. Right. Yeah. Um, Paul's an amba like everything. It sounds like. Yeah, because he got you know he's got that fancy training from his mom. Yeah. From Gurney, from Duncan Idaho. All these people have been. So basically, they they're getting all psyched up. Paul's like. Oh no, I'm kind of freaked out, and but I remember all this training that I've had, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, I don't even know if this knife, like, what the quality of the blade is or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. going in pretty blind here. Yeah, because he's like, this is made out of a tooth. You yeah, know? like, what are the properties of a tooth? Yeah, and yeah. so uh, Jameis then is like, okay, and now we're going to start fighting, basically. Mm-hmm. And they, bow, 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 and they bow, start bow, fighting. Bow, 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 bow. But um, the thing is that Paul, because he's used to fighting with cupcake shields, mm-hmm. which will activate if you jab at them too quickly, mm-hmm. he does these like really slow motions. Mm-hmm. So he keeps like missing sort of or like mm-hmm. being too slow to actually get Jameis. Yeah. And the Fremen are getting pissed because they feel like um Paul's basically like teasing him. Yeah, cuz they're watching him and they're like, "Yo, game recognized game." Yeah. Paul's a really good knife fighter. Why is he not just killing Jameis right. right now? They're he, like he's they're fuck he's just fucking with him. That's gross. He's like playing with Jameis like a cat plays with a mouse like mm-hmm. kind of thing that yeah. you know doesn't actually kill it and just plays with it. Or a ripped so, up t-shirt. Yeah, right. Um I think she's trying to kill the ripped up t-shirt, but it's already dead and she just doesn't know that. Uh, My favorite part is when she decides that it is dead and so she's going to like carry it away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's That's, cute. That's funny. Yeah. Um, So then Jameis tries this this move where he's like, I'm going to, oh, Paul can tell he's getting freaked out and he's like, okay, just let him freak himself out. Mm -hmm. That's like... The most, uh, you know, the weakest opponent is the one who's all like worked up, right? Mm-hmm. And his he'll he'll he's basically killing himself right now. Mm. So then suicide by Paul, right? So then he's like, Jameis is like, I'm gonna jump up in the air. I just want to stop and check in and see if you're amazed by how well I'm recounting this fight. I am amazed. I you you talked. You said the thing about the shields. You're yeah. You're uh, you're accurate about like what happened in the fight and that's great i was really tuned in for this one for some reason so uh so Jameis like jumps up into the air and he does that as a way to distract paul 
and the fact that he's moving his knife from his left hand to his right hand. Mm-hmm. But Paul Paul basically takes it as an opportunity to stab Jameis on his way down. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically just like one yeah, stiff, like, swift jab. Which is great. It's like, my problem is that I always, I come in fast and then I slow down right. to, for the shield. Here, I don't have to. He's going to just jump on it. You know? Right, right. That's how I read it. Yeah. And it's and he says something like, oh, it's not an elegant move. Oh, but the first thing he does is he makes, he, um, he stabs, uh, he stabs Jameis in the hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, do you yield? And then he finds out that... Uh, oh, he yeah. He just then found out that it was a fight to the death. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know it was a fight to the death. Mm. Um, and Stilgar's like, time out. Yeah. Time out on the fight. I got to tell you, the rule is you got to fight to the death. Yeah. Death is the test of it. Yeah. So, yeah. So he, he stabs Jameis like that. And... Um, oh, here's an interesting thing. Like whenever they're, whenever that comes up, Jessica's like, oh, she's thinking, oh, he's never killed a man like this in mm-hmm. the hot blood of a knife fight. Can he do it? And I'm like, I'm thinking, I feel like he can do it because he killed that, he killed that Harkonnen soldier by kicking him in the heart, you know? I forgot about that. Yeah. That was the genesis of a Bene Gesserit kicky boo. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Which is going to be our t-shirt because I've gotten all of zero feedback on whether people like that catchphrase or not. Wait, where did you ask? I didn't. Oh. I just assumed. Yeah. Um, oh, I liked this. Killing with the point lacks artistry, but mm-hmm. don't let that hold your hand when the opening presents itself. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking that, like, when I was reading about the fight, because it kind of felt like it was this very, like, you know, it was like this dance, and then mm-hmm. in the end it's just like, and then guy just falls over, right. you know? Well, I'm, I feel like that's kind of the thing about, yeah. you know, fencing and and right. you know martial arts and stuff it's like it's all i think i just expected it to kind of be like and then he slashed the knife out of his hand and he did this and he did yeah. that but no it was just like he got an opening and he yeah. just jabbed him that reminds me of the mike tyson quote that's been going around um everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face Mm-hmm. yeah right uh i yeah i i don't have any plans about getting punched in the okay so um yeah um good quip yep i know it just it wasn't going anywhere and i didn't know how to stop it that's okay yeah turns out we need caffeine and alcohol to (laughs) To be fun (laughs) um but that's not like any kind of big surprise no we always knew that yeah um so oh i liked this uh thing that jessica is thinking mm-hmm. um oh so basically jessica and stilgar take this thing of paul killing Jameis as like a teachable moment mm-hmm. basically oh yeah because he's our because like he's just killed paul's standing there and he's like <gasps> he like just killed him and he's like i'm super badass cool guy and like some you know fremen come to help him like mm-hmm. put his still suit back on he's just allowing them to dress him mm-hmm. you know like very like, like muhammad ali yeah. yeah and right so yeah and then they're like and then jessica and stiller come over and they're like well, Mr. Big Man, how does it feel to be a killer? You mm-hmm. know, but that's not really, but it's kind of like that. Right. And then Paul's immediately like, what? No, that that's, oh, wait, what does Stilgar say? 
He says something He like, says, when the time comes for you to call me out and try for my bird, I do not think you will play with me the way you played with Jameis. Oh, yeah. And then Paul's like, well, but that's not how it... Yeah. Mom, tell him. I... Yeah. It was the cupcake shields. But what I liked was that... Uh, so Jessica's thinking about the way... She's, like, noticing the way those words affected mm-hmm. Paul. Um, and I like that's the mistake these people made. It served a purpose now. Mm. Um, and it's like really just that sentence because Mm. it's like yeah I don't know it just felt like um, you know an approach to life that I appreciate which is like this is a really shitty thing that happened but we like created a a good thing out of it which is that now Paul is gonna like not he's not gonna be like we took the opportunity to reduce his, like, bloodlusting. Yeah, well, they kind of, like, he kind of, like, that memory now for him is always going to be tainted. Right. You know? It's like, instead of him looking back, it's like, remember when I fucking killed Jameis and everybody, like, some guys came over and dressed me and, like, then, like, Johnny, like, you know, gave me uh, her first kiss. Yeah. The kid. Did she give him a kiss? No. But because that's not what happened. Because what actually happened is when he looks back, he's like, oh, remember that time when I killed Jameis and then my mom told me how does it feel to be a killer? That made me feel really bad. And then everybody thought that I was just toying with him and thought I was a real jerk. Yeah. And so, like, it's that he doesn't have he doesn't have that positive association with the memory but of his then first Paul's like, knife like, kill. Paul's like, I didn't want to kill him. And, and Stilgar's like, oh... Like, Stilgar really thought That's Paul what... just, like, straight up wanted to kill this guy yeah. for no real good reason, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, okay, we accept you. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? And then they they name him. They gotta give him a name. They gotta give him a name. So Stilgar gives him a name that is, like, that the set, sitch, 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 Uses, siege Tabber. Mm-hmm. Um, and that name is Usul. Mm-hmm. Usul. How do you mm-hmm. say that? Um, uh, in the movie, they call it. They say Usul. And it means like the bottom of a pillar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the base of the pillar. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, "Oh, but you need a um, outward-facing mm-hmm. name." They have a secret inner name and then an outer name. Yeah. And then and, you get to choose your outer name. Yeah, and he and Paul's like. How do you call that little hopping mouse? Yeah, like a little kangaroo mouse guy. And guess what you call it, listener? <gasps> you say it. Mwadib. <gasps> oh my god. Just like god. in his dream. But what happens? Uh, that he changes it because he's like, I don't want to give up my Atreides, my name given by yeah, my like father. Yeah, like my dad gave me that name. Yeah, and so he's like, can you call me Paul Mwadib? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, okay, so I am. I don't have to like fu- fall into the track of my prescience. Yeah. I can, he's like, that was not I an vision of mine. I yeah. it, like, I did a different thing. Yeah, there are things I can control. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and let's also remember that he is still like spice high. You know, so yeah. he's still having prescient visions. But in this cave, in this time and place, it was all like a blank. Right. You know. There was no prescience. Like, what he could tell was, you know, most of the things that happen, I don't come out of this. Like, I'm mm-hmm. dead in most of the past out of this. But yeah. he was able to. You know, I also you know. was thinking about this where he says, 
He could see himself perched on a dizzying summit, having experienced much and possessed of a profound store of knowledge, but all around him was abyss. Mm-hmm. I feel like that it's like it's lonely at the top, right? That's yeah. how I thought about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And and again, he remembered the vision of fanatic legions following the green and black banner of the Atreides. And he doesn't want that to happen. And burning across the universe in the name of their prophet Muad'Dib. That yeah. must not happen, he told himself. Yeah, he can't ha- he can't let it happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then they're like, it's definitely him. He's Galisan Al Gaib. Mm-hmm. And um they're like and Stilgar's like, You picked a really good name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because the that little mouse lives out in the desert, makes his own water, hides in the sun. They call him instructor of boys. Yeah, because he, yeah, so he's basically setting up, setting himself up to be a very good desert boy. Yeah, as someone who's been an instructor of boys and girls, I recognize that. boys sounds so weird. It does. That's why I keep saying it. Yeah. Because it's a funny thing to say. Right. (laughs) See that mouse over there? We call him instructor of boys. (laughs) What? Yeah. Do what the mouse does. Yeah. Hop around? And then they dole out their leader johns of water to mm-hmm. all the people who need it. At field rates. Yeah, and then... Which is 10 to 1. Seems kind of harsh. I don't even get what that means exactly. It means... What I get that... What I get is... is um. So they owe you, her now 10... They owe, they owe 10 her times 10 the times amount. the water that they, they're getting now. Because that's field rates. They're going to have to find a lot of sponges to wring out. I know. And Jessica's like, hey, that seems high. I'm kind of a rich lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, You're, you'll see that it's a smart thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of our... They're so fucking proud of all of their laws. They're like, you'll learn our ways. Our, la- our ways are good ways. You know, they're smart for reasons. You'll see. It's like... We have the best laws. Yeah, right. I'm like, God, you, I feel like you're too fucking proud of your laws. There's yeah. always room for change, guys. Yeah. Um, and then Stilgar's like, give this Jameis guy a full ceremony, even though he was an asshole. Yeah, he's still a Fremen. And uh, Paul's like, I cannot let the thing be where we just take over with our flags. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the whole. Well, I like this. So I invoke the right that sunset the dark shall cover him. That's the uh, they're they're gonna like give still they're gonna give Jameis their Fremen funeral of mm-hmm. I guess wringing him out like a sponge. Mm-hmm. And Paul, hearing these words, realized that he had plunged once more into the abyss, blind time. There was no past occupying the future in his mind, except except he could still sense the green and black Atreides banner waving. Somewhere ahead, still see the jihad's bloody swords and fanatic legions. It will not be, he told himself. I cannot let it be. And that was the end of the chapter. Now, something I want to circle back to that you said was, aren't you proud of me? I'm like, I was so engaged in this fight. And I can we explore that more? Because usually you are not a... This is the, the that fighting would have been a and blank the blank wall. For yeah, me. the blank. That's usually blank wall. Violence and action is is like to her. We say blank wall because it's like, um, uh, I like looking could not at a give blank a wall. Shit what's yeah. happening? I'm just like usually in a book when that comes up, her prescience disappears. She cannot see the pathways into the future. <laughs> She's running completely blind in her mind's eye. Yeah. Um. So what do you think it was that 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 this was? 
you know, important to you or this. this... I think like the interpersonal dynamics were really interesting Mm -hmm. in this chapter. Right. It wasn't just a fight. It was a fight for like a reason. And everybody had like, everybody was watching. There were a lot of like egos involved. Mm -hmm. I was sort of like curious to see how these sort of like character flaws that, you know, each character inevitably has or Mm -hmm. like these characteristics that we're learning about them, how they would like interact and play out because the fremen were still like learning what their fucking deal is mm-hmm. you know they are a very they're a very a culture that is very different from the cultures from our culture as you know earth humans mm-hmm. and from the atreides culture mm-hmm. you know they're like and, and nobody and and it's not like there was a guidebook to the fremen you know there was duncan idaho but he's dead so yeah uh and yeah. kinds yeah, and Kynes, but yeah, and Kynes is dead too. Mm-hmm. And so they're really flying blind as to like what these people's deals are. Yeah, like you know? all they know is that there were going to be some Fremen who were going to... Yeah. I mean, we just last chapter got a hard confirm that they even ride the sandworms around, you know, and that's yeah. a big secret mm-hmm. that you hate that that's a secret, but... It's stupid. <laughs> um, it's stupid because it's not a secret. It's huh. a secret to the Harkonnens and yeah. to the Atreides. They didn't know that before. I guess so. It's a secret to the outside, to all of the universe except for, uh, except for the Fremen, and they like to keep that keep it that way. And uh, us, the omniscient reader. Yeah, we know. Yeah, but we know lots of things. I guess it's limited omniscient, right? Do we get in anybody's head besides Paul and Jessica? Yeah, we can. Oh, Lido, we got uh, in Lido's uh-huh. head. No, this this book is goes around. You can you, you follow. Oh, kinds. We you, got in yeah, kinds you get in other people's heads yeah. a lot. Um, some people you don't. Oh, but... that that square headed guy at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it passes what was around his a lot. Name? Um, you're talking about uh the doctor. Yeah, Doctor Yue. The fat guy. Baron Harkonnen. And the... Uh, that's all I got. It just gets passed around. Yeah. You know. Um, I always thought that a book that did really... That did it really fun was um, one of my favorite books of all time, Lonesome Dove. Uh, where the, the point of view gets passed around. But it kind of like flows from when you... When a character comes in contact with another person. Like, you know... Sean's, oh, Sean was thinking that uh, he was having a good time with a podcast and he was just waiting for Caitlin to come up to the stairs. And then Caitlin came up the stairs and he said, hi, Caitlin. And Caitlin was thinking, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like passed around. I'm not telling you what I'm thinking. You don't have to. I know because of the narrator. No. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gathering all of your uh, mannerisms so that I can use the voice on it. Oh, you already know my mannerisms. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, I feel like this is not, the project of this podcast is not to get you to like Dune, but I found it to be very interesting that you were engaged uh, in this chapter. Yeah, but now I'm really tired. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to turn off the pod. Maybe whenever we haven't had any coffee or any alcohol, we do podcasts that are a bit shorter and more in tune with how we did them when we first started. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, oh, 
But the thing before we leave, we would like to ask you guys to like and subscribe us on iTunes because Ira Glass said we got to do that. Rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe rate on your podcatcher, whatever you it is. You don't even have to like say anything. You could just be like, cool pod or yeah. whatever. But give us a rating. Give us five stars. Or, you know, ask us questions. Or however many stars you want to give you can us, use but your, ideally five. You can use it to like ask us questions or like say, hey, you know, here's the fun thing or like do you or guys you could like... do like a jumbotron if you want to mm, put a message yeah, we'll... on there that you want us to read yeah we'll probably read it yeah. that's a good point we'll probably just read you know reviews that say things that are fun and funny yeah uh, so if you, so do that... you better be funny um and then also uh, tell your friends if you like this podcast i know i've been telling my friends and people are like do we have to like dune and i'm like no you don't have to like dune part of it's like not liking dune well you know? and if you don't like yeah, if you do like Dune, mm-hmm. but you also like us, then it's a double benefit. Yeah, I also tell my friends, you know, like, okay, we'll start because we talk about what happens chapter by chapter. We don't give spoilers, so you can, like, just listen along and you'll kind of get the gist. Yeah. And then you can decide to read or not read. Yeah. You know? That's true. I mean, I would say read it, but I like it. I would say do whatever you want mm. and I'm going to go to bed. Oh, yeah, we're going to go to bed. Oh, another, yeah, and I, I might have a surprise for the next uh, podcast, too. A surprise? Yeah, I've been towing with an idea for, for a surprise for, like, a new segment. Thing. Is it a surprise to me? Yeah, no, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. All right. All right, uh, we have secrets. Yes. Bye! Bye! You always say I love, love you. you. I do love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.